G'day boys, how you doing? Yeah, good Shop. chief. We're starting a bit late, uh, it's, it's the afternoon shift now, <laughs> but it's alright. Yeah, apologies boys, yeah, apologies. Let the side down, let the team go. Didn't know we were doing a podcast, we've done them every Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> sorry man, I, I can't apologise enough man, I'm sorry. But I did get here, I won't bring up the past, will I? Uh, but I did get here and I got here on time with cheese and with wine. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. let, let, let's get into the wine so that we'll see. All right. First one. Mm. We've had cockfight as ghosts before, but we did their special reserve Chardonnay, I believe, last time. They were from the Hunter Valley. This time I've gone with the Pinot Gris, 2018. The grapes actually come from Adelaide. It's a cool climate grape, um, but the wine's put together in the Hunter Valley. Yeah. Interesting fact about cockfight as ghosts. They used to have one of the best restaurants yeah. in the Hunter Valley ever. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, but the chef died. He Passed pretty away, young, pretty young. Passed wow. away quite young. Where, where and was with, that information with that, sourced, Kat? With that, uh, <laughs> that? Was that, with was that, that passing Google? went their reputation. Mate, please don't interrupt. I know you don't <laughs> like it when people interrupt. So. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a shame because it was one of the best restaurants going around and now uh, the reputation of the restaurant went with the chef, sadly. Pinot Gris, Pinot Grigio. Grigio is Italian, Gris is French. And uh, this one's a Gris, so anyone who's wondered what the difference is, they're very similar grapes, I've been assured, but... Uh, Pinot Gris is French? Yeah. And Grigio is Italian? Italian, yeah. I just said that. And the French one is, is actually right next door, almost. Same region sort of thing. They've all got to be different, mate. Come on, let's dig into this, man. We're a bit late, you know. I've got uh, one of those buddy clock, you know. It has to uh, <laughs> be at a certain it's, time, otherwise I'm starting to... It's way past one o'clock. Suffer. Oh, have a look! Have a look at the color. Beautiful That's amazing. Color. Different color. A bit pinkish, isn't it? Mm. Well, have a look at this. A bit pinkish. Hopefully, the wine's still good. <laughs> Here Thanks, you go. Thank it, you. There's, there's a segue for you into another slash at Chris. Oh, well, why would I have a slash at you, Chris? <laughs> it's not like we've been waiting here for two hours for you, mate. Yeah, where we go? So this is a 2018, yeah. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Smells good. A bit young. Young, a bit pinkish, yeah, very light. Has to be very, very far from the fifty dollars um, that we give each other on the uh, budget. Twenty five bucks. Yeah, we don't use it. We don't normally have. It's the first time we've done a Pinot Gris on here. I think is it? No, no, no. We've done a few times. Yeah, yeah. We? we've done one. I think we've done one before. They are generally a lighter wine, though. They yeah. are generally a yeah. lighter wine. But do, do you know why? Why people like clean their glasses? That's a good question. Ah, yeah. we, we we never no. studied that, did oh. we? Have you worked like, it out? Are you going to yeah. share some well, wisdom with us? When you get your wine, what do, what do we do? You, you, you taste it. Yeah. Smell yeah. it. You, you, you touch it. You touch the wine. You taste it. And what, what else we do? I've got to hear it. You smell it. You look at it, but you're not hearing it. Right. And where the clinks come is is so that we can use that sense as well. That's amazing, okay. isn't it? There you go. That's my... Uh, Did you just make that up? Or that's you my wisdom for you for the... Hey? Did you make that up? No, man. I had one hour and a half looking for more <laughs> information waiting for you. <laughs> We were as prepared oh, as you. I, but, I am, uh, am going to cop it today. I <laughs> well, if he's going to go for it, well, yeah. uh, listen, everything's... That's uh, fair enough. We'd, we'd, right? we'd actually I'm like to thank it. you because we were as prepared as you, but saying we've been waiting a week for you to turn <laughs> up, <laughs> we, we had time. Oh, uh, well, see, I knew you weren't prepared, so I'll give you that extra time. Oh, mate. Catch up. That's all right, mate. It's only that, you know, we were not cheesed off, but we knew you were because you hate being late. So uh, I, 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 I knew you, you really were feeling bad on the way here. 
And Cam and I, we sympathy? were hoping, we were hoping <laughs> that you were not too tough on yourself. That's all. Yeah, we, we didn't want you to beat yourself We had up, compassion. Mate. We yeah, had compassion. Empathy for Cam you, Cam would be sitting here goes, wait till that Danola gets here. I just wanted to make sure the treatment was equally distributed, mate. Because otherwise people Because I actually showed up. Only because you got a reminder, mate. Oh, good. What's doing? Oh, not much, mate. I put together a bedroom suite for Sebastian the other day and I'm still feeling it. Like oh, yeah. you pulling out weeds. Is it an and IKEA stuff. one? Yeah, no, uh, Harvey. Hardly normal. Harvey oh, okay. Norman. Uh, Mate, IKEA ones. Do not. Day. Are you about to compare putting a flat back <laughs> together to clearing out five acres of Lantana? Because <laughs> if you're about to do that, fucking don't. <laughs> I didn't have to chop down a tree with a hatchet and then realise it was a chainsaw. No, I didn't have to do that. But, uh, but I'll tell you what, I'm out of shape. Uh, bloody hell. <laughs> Yeah, Thomas was saying before he still can't move his arm. We were clearing that Lentana about five weeks ago. So. <laughs> you still? I think there's a couple of us here with a few issues, mate. Yeah. It's not, uh, mm, no mirrors in, Built for comfort. No mirrors in our joint. So. Yeah, I've yeah, been fun. having a good week. I, uh, I received a uh, very nice present from one of the recruits from last week. Yeah. Gave me a beautiful, uh, what is it, like scooter? With Wiseberry emblems all, all around, mate. Fantastic night lamp. Nothing cliche about uh, the Asian-Belgian member for the One Nation Party riding a moped, mate. There's nothing <laughs> nothing stereotypical Deli- about deli- that hey. at all. And, and, you know, and you know what? I was delivering last night hot properties. <laughs> So he gave you he so he gave you the scooter yeah. with the the Wisebury thing on the back, yeah. So he gave you the whole thing as a gift. Yeah. Wow, that's he wanted two thousand dollars for it. Thomas just said no. I didn't say no. <laughs> I gave him a lesson in negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was very, very thankful for the lesson. So it was very nice. A- anyway, boys, th- thank God you turned up late because I just finished also a podcast with Tom Panos. Okay. Seriously, you have the time to listen to some of the uh, video he has. They jam. There's a video about his life. So him talking about him, not his life, but how, how he's feeling about certain things and do you know he's done over 1,620 videos? He's got 1,620 videos on YouTube. Oh, right? wow. mm. And the earliest I could get was in 2009. And, and when you listen to some of the stuff, and my favorite one was the, one, uh, the ones that the series has done called 60 Seconds with Tom Panos, where in one minute he'd talk about a subject. I mean, just listening to that, you go, hold on, that's not old stuff. That's new stuff because you use that today. Mm. And I'm just thinking, like all of us, we we constantly searching for novelties and new ideas and what's the next best thing. No, just go back there, look at the things that the winners were using back in those days to win, because exactly the same tool. You know? Foundation never changes. No, just crazy stuff. Much like building a house, yeah, it's always on a slab of concrete. Right. Good foundations lead to a fantastic sort mm. of so. structure. So absolutely. How about you boys? How was your week? Yeah. Good. Busy. Good. Couple of recruits, couple of recruits passed the exam, which was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, your recruits were good. How'd your boys go? Yeah, we got one through. Um, we only had one there, but he he passed. So. Is that young young Jay. Young Jay, he's man. He's a brave young man. That young fellow. He's a he's a very brave young man. Your big balls. Yeah, mate. I went there on the last day of training. Thomas has introduced me to everyone as a sales manager. Next time they asked to pair up, he looked at me. He goes, "I want to train with you straight away." I thought that was someone... He saw an easy mark. <laughs> the smile he had on his face is just crazy. Mm. I did his exam, so yesterday, I could not believe it was him. 
this natural smile. It, it was really something different. And I, and I couldn't help. But I, I said to him, mate, it must hurt. And he said, as a matter of fact, it's really hurting. <laughs> like these cheek muscles uh, haven't been worked for at least 28 years. It's hurting. When he came in to do his uh, theory exam on Monday into the office, he was he couldn't have stood any taller if he tried and the smile was there. I said, ah, that Thomas doesn't know what he's talking about, mate. Look at your smile. <laughs> no. So, no, I'm excited for him and, and it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a big challenge, but that's he's up for it. I've got no doubt that he's up for it. Some, some, um, you know, some of these people have finished the exam. I told one of the uh, one of the leaders, "Do not hold this person back. Right? This person can go out and list today, and I'm betting that this person will beat agents who've been out there for years. Just unbelievable, man. I always ask the same question. You know, now they know how to do it. Can we keep them there? Yeah, can right. we improve on that, or will they somehow know how to ride a bicycle now, and in two months they don't know anymore?" Is it possible that you can not know how to ride a bicycle anymore? Yeah, how do you forget? How, yeah. how, how do you forget to ride a bike? Oh, it was music to my ear. So seeing these things, you know, I always love these days because I look at these people on day one of recruit, and like I say, I see what they can become. I know the flower that they will become, and seeing them in the exam, I see now the flower starting to open up. Just amazing. Yeah, yeah, and then the pressure's on them. And- Feel the pressure of making sure that we don't fuck it up for them. They've done all the hard work, so it's on us now to make sure that... Yeah, but you know what? Let's not put yourself down. You know, I, I think that good people will also know that leaders are not perfect people, that leaders also make mistakes, that leaders also have their own inner demons to deal with. I find that there is an, an issue for the moment in a lot of younger generations or in terms of employees that they have that sense of entitlement and that yeah. they, they think that now that they have done the course, they really had to work for a leader who's perfect. Like that's, that's good in La La Land or that's look good if you really watch a lot of Spider-Man movie. In real life, it's not that way. There's plenty of shapes of leaders, of plenty of different style of leaders and you have to be forgiven. You know? It's not setting us up for a brilliant f- future if we're all running around waiting or looking to work for the perfect boss, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Or the perfect leader because you can have a bad day, you can have a bad five minutes, you can have a bad week. We're all human beings. Absolutely. From a leader's perspective, it's very hard when you when you spend 98% of the time doing the right thing by people and looking after them, but then you have a five minutes or you have an hour or you have a day where you make a mistake or, or things just aren't going your way and, and sometimes it gets turned around and... and all the the ninety eight percent goes out yep. the window really quick because you had a bad five minutes and that that's hard that's that participation trophy stuff that we've spoken about many many times on here it's it's an issue it's an issue that we've all got to deal with but I think the more of an issue it becomes the more trouble we're in in fifteen years when these are the people that are steering the country yes God help us that, so you mean the entitlement sort of concept is that what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah it's just you yeah. can't participation medal mate the, yeah. the, the participation well the, the the fact that you can't have a bad five minutes you could do everything for someone absolutely everything for someone you can you drop the ball once yeah pay them you can take them into your home you can involve them in your family you can do absolutely everything for someone yeah. but have a bad five minutes and say get something off your chest or say one wrong thing yeah all of a sudden, none of that counts for anything anymore. Yeah. 
There's, a, there's a famous bonsai master. He was doing a demonstration and he broke a branch. He was trying to bend it and he broke the branch. And he's in front of two, 300 people doing this demonstration. And he just turned around and said to everyone, he goes, even monkeys fall out of trees. It's true. We all make mistakes. We're all human. Mm. And I think the younger generation need to see that. But you're right with the fact that this petition participation medal and the parents going to argue with teachers and so forth about grades and my son didn't get a start in the football team and he's, you know, he sat most of the game out. Let the kid build their resilience to those sort of things. Yeah. We need to, we're stealing the lessons from our children, doing that for them. Yeah, I like that line, stealing the lessons from our children. That's a good line. Especially for Isabella and Sebastian. Isabella came home the other night and she had an issue with the dance teacher said something and then she said, well, don't go home spruiking to your parents about this. And I said to Bella, I said, I think you need to talk to your dance teacher about that because if she's not happy for us to hear it, why is she saying it to you guys? And then I said, do you want me to have a chat with her? And Bella was like, no, no, I will. So I think it needs to yeah, it needs to come from the parents. But, Sorry, but let's parents. discuss a little bit about the different leaders because then you can discuss about the different behaviour, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, these people here who, and I'm quite happy, many of them have passed the exam, like A grade. So where, where to from here for them? So some of them are going to go back to a leader who's going to really help them fly. Yeah. And who actually is going to be so supportive that they're going to soar like an eagle very quickly. All right? What kind of leaders would that be? Yeah, well, that's a good question. I think someone that can read the person's hidden players and sort of understand where to lift them and when to sort of rein them back in a little bit. I was going to ask you before about that on the hidden players. We touched on it, I think it was last podcast, briefly. What would be the best way now, you've got the new recruits for the leaders listening, what would be the best way to work out those hidden players, to start identifying those hidden players? Because some of these recruits you may have only worked with for, like, say, how long has Jay been in the office? He hasn't. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, it's a new learn for you too yeah. to learn. No, so I've sat with him for an interview. I've spent time with him on an opportunity day and yep. I saw him for four minutes. Yeah, perfect. Day. So, so for someone like Cam, what, what would be a good lead-in to start to understand the hidden players, Thomas? Their first days will say a lot. The way they handle the first day will tell you a lot of information, will give a lot of information about them. If they take two hours to get ready, it tells you a lot. If they couldn't wait to go out and prospect, you know already. So let's imagine, uh, um, let's play this. So okay. if someone came in and yep, walked up to you and talked about certain things and they, they look like a million dollar and when it comes to you telling them, all right, now you're going to have to hit the phone, they say, yeah, yeah, no problem. And they go and, and get a coffee and then right. they... And yeah. after now, they still haven't picked up the phone. It tells you. Mm. So usually day one tells me everything about the person already. The training session that you do will also tell me about a person. What if a person grabbed the microphone, for the lack of a better word, straight away and say, I I'll start first. You wouldn't believe it. In the exam yesterday, there was a kid that really impressed me. He knew he was probably not the best in the class. But when I asked, All right, who's going to start first with the exam? He said, I will. No hesitation. All right? He started. To me, that guy won way more points with me than anybody else because in the end... Do I want to know a guy who knows how to fight or do I want a guy who in the trenches will just run because yep. I say, time to go? Yep. It tells me so much about a person, isn't it? If a guy took that long to pick up the phone, what does it tell you about his demons? Insecurity. Okay, yeah. Vanity. There's a lot of vanity. That's <clears throat> correct because you, it's a vanity of not wanting to look bad, isn't it? Yep. Inferiority, maybe. Yes, inferiority has to, otherwise he wouldn't have a problem. He 
doesn't want to be known or sometimes be seen or perceived as someone who can't walk the talk. Yeah, right. Okay. We know that well, the information that we've learned says that the majority of people have anxiety in their top three, especially in this country. Yep. So do you just, until you have seen the indicators, do you just assume that anxiety is going to be there? If you play in the odds, if you know that so many percent of the population has anxiety, would you assume that one of their three things that's going to be going on? Yeah, there, there could be. There, there could be. I, I think that's a good point. Until they prove otherwise or until you see... But you don't want, you don't want the uh, definition of anxiety in them to be there automatically, you know? No. So sometimes... You don't want to be their number one. You, you don't yeah. want to jump to the conclusion. And this mm. is the problem. Let's imagine the majority of people have got anxiety as their top or in the top three demons. Doesn't mean that, that I'm not part of that minority that doesn't have it. Mm. So as a leader, you have to also be very careful not to just place people into certain boxes, yep. in certain boxes before they even China. appear in that yeah, box. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I think on, on like day one, as soon as they kick off, is they set their standard from day one. You know, I'm, I'm going home. If they stand up at 5.30, ready to go home, and their calls aren't done and so forth, well, there's another conversation that you need to have. I mean, hopefully we we have a system in place that's supposed to find out a lot of that stuff before it even gets to the recruit training yeah. section. That's what the opportunity day is for. Yeah. So we're talking about day one as if, and all I'm hearing is the system for a opportunity day. You know, watch how they first react, put them under pressure, all that stuff is what we're meant to do before we send them to TL yeah. to get there. So hopefully if, we, if we're following, and we're, we're talking about our network, but if we're following our system, we have a lot of that information before he sends them down. We Obviously, we're not all going to be on TL's level where we can pick hidden demons in an eight-hour period of first meeting someone. You've also had the interview to do that too, though. Yeah. Um, you know, the interview isn't supposed to be a walk in the park. So hopefully by day one, your whole focus shouldn't be trying to work this person out because if you're still trying to work them out completely, why have you yeah. hired them to begin with? I, I think guess. it's it. Get, get them to work. It's very important to get them to work straight away. Yeah, yeah. We got to set the standard yeah. early, and the standard is we turn up, we train, or whatever, whatever your office yeah. procedure is, and then we're on the doors. You, your first day at work doesn't involve six hours of working at where the bathroom is. Right, and, of course. And if you can set that standard from day one, and we've we've talked about myself plenty of times, is we've got to make sure that we get the beginning, the middle, and the end right. Yeah. So hopefully there is no end, but. One of those things has to be setting the standards from the start because if they're too soft from the start and you try to improve those standards later or increase those standards later, you run into trouble. Mm. People who say, oh, But, but uh, here's the problem. A, a recruit is a nice person with a bit of inferiority about him or a little bit of anxiety about him goes to a leader who is very superior, very aggressive, and very much not understanding or not having the empathy to know that, you know, you were once a new guy too, then you could actually lose a guy who could have been a champion. And that would be like, you know, I was talking about the analogy of the flowers earlier. When, whenever I see a recruit, I see a flower. And when I see a recruit starting to flower, I see the colours that I was imagining him having or her having before they actually open up. If you're in the hands of the wrong leader... We'll never see the colour. Mm. You will leave the industry before even opening up, right? So I think this is where leaders have to understand that they have one job, that is to really be ready for these people. 
And the only way they can be ready is for them to learn a lot about human nature so that they can handle all of them. It's not a one-size-fits-all because every person's different. We talk, we have a, a skeleton that we need to follow. We need to set the standard early. We need to – all that stuff we just spoke about, but it has to be done in different ways depending on who yep. the person is. So setting the standard for someone that Thomas just described is not fucking go to work, come on, we're on. It's a – it's got to be an uplifting experience where for someone else it might be the complete opposite. So we've got to be careful there too. A lot of We'll read a book and we'll read a skeleton and then we'll apply that same skeleton to every single person. Um, and Well, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Courses for courses. What's going to work on yeah. me isn't going to work on you, Chris, and, and same goes for TL. They're okay. different. And that's, I mean, that's a skill and that's a learned thing yeah. and it's, a, it's an education. I mean, the... I, I believe there is such thing as born leaders, but the majority of people aren't. Yeah, natural leaders still have things that they can obviously improve on and always upskill. But there are other people who are who are trying to learn from a position where they probably weren't the most natural born leader. Yeah, and that's an understanding of every person's different, and understanding too. I mean, first and foremost, that, that it's on you. It's it's not on them. That's it. It's up to you to get better, right? Well, to be a I mean. Leader. We've done the hard work. So we've interviewed them. We've put them through the pump, hopefully, in an interview a little bit. Done an opportunity day. We've put them through the rigors there. They've yep. been and done recruit training. They're not just rocking up on our doorstep without having jumped through any hoops. Yep. So to then, you know, for the people who turn around and go, ah, he's shit after a week, well, he, he's not shit if you're getting through a, if you're getting right. through a recruit course that has a 50% pass-fail rate. Yep. What's the leader yeah. doing to help them get a win? What's the leader doing to help them to sort of feel better about the position and help them flower, like you said before? Because I think that's the one thing we spoke about just yesterday with Rob was to help these new guys to get a win and get a win early. There's still going to be different styles, though. So I guess, I mean, one of the things we want to talk about is the different types of leaders. And if we if we relate it to world leaders, you've got Donald Trump and you've got King Jong-un and you've got Jacinda Ardern <laughs> from... the different yeah, styles, yeah, right? The yeah, different management absolutely. types. So amongst... Our leaders are amongst business owners. They're all going to be different style of leader to begin with, but all have to achieve the same goal. So how does a Donald Trump style of leader help someone achieve a win early? We've all got to help someone achieve a win early versus a Jacinda Ardern style leader help yeah. someone achieve a win early because they can't – Donald Trump can't be Jacinda Ardern. And I don't know if Jacinda Ardern can be Donald Trump. I don't think you can change that much. I don't know, T.L., you might – Say I'm wrong on that, uh, no, but no, you no, can't. I won't say it. Mate. No, I'm just saying. People, Everyone's got their own opinion. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump couldn't, if he wanted to, change enough to be a Jacinda Ardern type leader, is what I'm saying. It's so not possible. There are going to be people, there are going to be business owners who have teams underneath them that are a certain style, and even though they might be able to change parts of that style, aren't going to be able to completely do a 180 and flip to be a completely different person. That's true. So how does someone who is more of a dictator style... That's the culture they're going to create within their leadership. Yeah, but how do they help someone create a win versus someone who is... I don't think that they will. I mean, we're talking about small real estate office or small business, okay? Business in In general, Australia, yeah. you'll get sued. Yeah. A Donald Trump running a small business in Australia will get sued because there's so many freaking red tapes that the, the government is only applying to, to little guys like us, you know? Yeah. You say the wrong thing, you do the wrong thing. You, mate, you have idiots out there, instead of really upskilling themselves, those idiots are going out there learning the law about how to freaking 
fuck the leaders that are out there so that they can have a little bit of money. But what I don't understand is that they're stuffing up not only the way they think, they can't recover from that shit, but they're actually stuffing up their future because while it may, it may just get you a few days off and a few more weeks off, you'll really now label for the rest of your life with that and that you can't get out. We're talking about Donald Trump. There are a few things that I really agree with Donald Trump, that he... There's certain things that where we've gone to relax. Mate, we, we've gone into, especially in Australia, we've gone into a world where we're protecting the freaking weak more than we're protecting everyone. It's mm. not a sense of fairness. I truly believe in a sense of fairness. Fairness, whether, whether you're a leader or not, I think that there's a sense of fairness. Like today, we just learned that Qantas is about to put off 6,000 people. Mm-hmm. Mate, they don't give a shit. The bottom line is, is the way. So, all right, I, I understand that. If that's the organization that these pilots and these people are wanting to work for, might be my guest. But in the small business, you can't do all that stuff. Half of the stuff that I hear and I see around the world, man, we live in a country that is so regulated by shit that it only applies to little business. You know, that you, you, you talk to me about this. I mean, we, we, we now have walked into our, our spin, but you walk into... A world where so far this week now, apparently the uh, case in, 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 in coronavirus has gone up in Victoria. Yeah, What I is the one thing you're not hearing anymore, man? Stacking. Brain yeah. stacking. Sorry, I just forgot You don't word. hear that stuff anymore. No, What's happening to brought, brain stacking? They brought the uh, army in to stop people standing too close to each other in pubs. Meaning all of a they sudden, stopped the journalists from going around uh, and asking questions. And uh, all of a sudden, branch stacking is not a thing. The second wave of coronavirus that has 27 people infected, no one's dead, but all of a sudden all the government fraud and all the, all the corruption is... Uh, yeah. All that shit we spoke about last week doesn't exist. When was yeah. the last time you heard anything about nothing, branch stacking? Nothing. And today I, I turn on the radio and I say the Victorian government's brought the army in. Brought the fucking army in, 30 people... <laughs> My whole family's had the flu, I reckon, in the last six weeks. No one's talking about the fucking flu. My kids have had it. My wife's had it. I had a runny nose for a couple of days. Yeah. No coronavirus. I mean, yeah. a young bloke had to get tested at school. No one's talking about the fucking flu, but all of a sudden, these poor bastards in Victoria that were just getting ready to uh, reopen their businesses, yeah. we rode the wave, we did the right thing, we're finally right, and just as they're about to open the door... Fucking bloke with a fucking M16 standing out the front going, eh, sorry, the government's got to cover up some of their fucking dis- corruption. That sort of loops back to what you were saying before about taking care of the smaller fellow more than the majority because this was an outbreak from that demonstration, right? Wasn't the. No, nah, uh, there's been nothing linked to it, mate. There's no outbreak. That's the thing. 30 people are sick. I, th- I heard it was a lot more than that. 30 fucking people are sick in a whole state. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but I if they fucking it, it's normal. <laughs> 30 fucking people. That's going to happen. It's highly contagious. They clearly reopened brothels and 30 fucking people. Stop swearing. But um, there's no – I saw a brilliant thing on Facebook yesterday because up, up the coast we've got a couple of beaches that are famous for having no waves and it was one of my mates got on there and said the second wave is bullshit and I said, yeah, it's a Toowoon Bay of coronavirus, which everyone goes to Toowoon Bay because it's got no waves. Yeah, so you just go spearfishing there, and yeah. I don't know in Tookley if anyone knows Canton Beach, but the Canton Beach of coronavirus, it's, it's a lake. There is no... Yeah, but all of a it's sudden... It's Canton. But all of a sudden... <laughs> it's a Canton where Kung Fu happens to appear. All of a sudden, all the government corruption is not an issue and we're all going to get... Punished again, mate. And they will kill you. I hope New South Wales is not as dumb. It seems like 
probably a good thing for us is all the ego pissing competitions that are going on between the premiers because it doesn't look like Gladys is she's saying stay away from people from Melbourne but it doesn't sound like she's going to shut us back down I hope they're not that dumb mate because we're in a world of trouble if they try and lock us down again I don't know but well we, those are leaders and, and this is why we're talking about this so to answer your question again go back there the the uh, Donald Trump of the world would not be able to run the small businesses that we do Okay, and this is why one of our podcasts we spoke about leadership way earlier. The leadership of a small business is so so way more refined than the leadership of a large organization. Large company, yeah. You know, we we lose one or two people that could be one fifth of our team. We lose two people in a big operation like Qantas, mate. What is that? You know, it's it's a it's a mosquito on a, on an elephant. You know, so obviously it starts with the leader. So it starts with self analysis. So if someone is more keep saying Donald Trump because everyone knows him, but if someone's more that style, they need to realise that pretty quickly and realise that it's not going to work. Yeah, he, he needs. They, they need to They need to become president. <laughs> <laughs> they need to where, open where, a hotel where, chain. Where they can stuff up and, and, and do nothing. Where, uh, I mean, let, let, if I was to spin, uh, right now there's a lot of crap. If, if you turn on television, the American uh, television, you, you'd hear everything about Donald Trump all the time, right? But... What we also need to know is that in November, they're about to vote. Yeah. He's the incumbent president. And there's a lot of issues right now. The COVID-19 is rising its head again. Um, we're not even talking about uh, second wave. So I, I see on television, they talk about second wave. Stop the second wave. It's not started. Do you know the difference between first wave and second wave? Is that second wave means that the virus has mutated, and just I just want to talk to those people who don't believe it. I have spoken to COVID nineteen; it's still the same. <laughs> it ha it has not mutated yet, so we can't say second wave. We said three months ago that it was never going to go away until there was a vaccine yeah, and locking everyone podcast, down was stupid. Yeah, and now miraculously the virus hasn't gone away. No. Yeah, so so he's got so he's got a lot of issue, and so. Let's do a bit of spin. Come on, let's do a bit of game here. If let's imagine if we were Donald Trump, what would we do to spin it so that the people who are voting for him, which is the base, the the, uh, the rioters, increase the virus because they're all out and okay, so it's their fault. Away. Wow, it's I love fault. that one. That's a good one. Straight away, absolutely, um, because he was against them from day one. What's it, looting? What's the easy? Looting starts, shooting. What's it? Looting when starts, the looting shooting. starts, the shooting starts. So it was the a problem with that theory is they made he just tried to hold a rally himself, which no one turned up to. But he's tried to do the same thing, so he can't come out and say. But here's a here's a spin. He wants to do more rallies because he's going to use the campaign to actually increase the COVID nineteen infection, so that it's going to be so high by November that he'll have to call off the election. And then, thanks to that, he's going to then push it until next year. And that gives him one year of Congress debating right. over the Senate that is uh, run by the Republicans. And now he has his agenda. In America, it's you vote. It's not mandatory, right? No. Okay, so uh, would he also then hope that a lot of his opposition may be sick with um, whatever, and his voting base will then say, I'll get out in November if you can't cancel it. Because his voters are, you know, they're a lot, lot more stubborn. What's the word I'm looking for? Rednecks, man. Right, okay. <laughs> Go on, just say that. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they'd be they'd absolutely doing whatever they have to to get their vote in. Yeah. So there might be another reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, 
he can't keep up. There's too many different ways. Like I said, he's, he'll blame protesters, but then someone says, well, you tried to hold a rally. You're saying he's going to try and do it to push the election back, but how does that help him? Because the longer you can hold on to power, but then the, the other, more things can happen. I'm, yeah, I'm telling you, the, the other can spin really will be... He has he, now. He's still going to put up now, with everyone blaming him for everyone getting sick again. He That's has now I mean. made. Came, he's now come true to his promise. He's built a wall around the White House. <laughs> so America <laughs> has got their wall. Uh, he's done a Nobody lot. comes in. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to he keep. He kept the rabbits out. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep up with what's going on over there. No, it, it's a fascinating thing because you, you're looking at all these things. Um, we we're, we're talking about whether, it before. But. Whether you guys have done it, but I, I have. Uh, John Bolton has just come out with his book, and I just bought it. Because I think if you want to have an opinion about something, at least read everything you can mm. read, get information, then then you can come up. Right? There's people who are saying things like, oh, no, I, I, I'm for Donald Trump. I mean, I hear that he's done this. Therefore, because I hear somebody talk about it and somebody said that to that someone who heard it and so, who said it to me, therefore I believe. <laughs> this is what we need to be doing in this country. We need to allow people to have, first of all, the right to vote if they want to. Don't make it compulsory. But then you have to link the bank account to the person that they voted. Should that person come up and bring the country into disarray, your bank account will be drained accordingly and it will be shared <laughs> accordingly among all the voters and supporters yeah. of your party. Then maybe people will shut up. It's a little bit like social media. We spoke about this many times, how it, it's on the, in the open. I think that he's going to win and hold the account. Donald Trump is going to get social media accountable because they're not going to have to keep everyone accountable because idiots can't say any bullshit on social media and get away with this. Yeah. Why don't we just bring lawsuit? This is how we make money. Yeah, but that goes back to what I was saying last week. Social media are private. They're businesses. What sort of waters are we getting into then? You can't stop someone saying what they want to in their own business. And you can't stop someone stopping someone saying if it's their business yeah, or if it's our office yeah. and we don't like what someone's saying, we say don't say that in our office. That's Facebook. That's someone's office. So they, they can control No, but if Facebook can be sued, then Facebook will push that onto you. The responsibility of yeah, right. suddenly now they're going to have to say, sorry, you're responsible for everything you put on. Do you know how much money governments will make? That would be amazing, mate. And suddenly, what do we do with that money? Well, like the poker machines. How, how much are the poker machine being taxed? Isn't no it 50%? 80%? I forgot, my brother-in-law, well, he's told me. It's, it's a huge amount, yeah. mate. It's a huge amount. So the government, if you're gambling, listen to Read my lips. Actually, you can't read my lips. But listen, listen to what I'm about to say. If you're watching, every, every hundred dollars that you play and you gamble in front of a poker machine, eighty dollars goes to the government, who's pretending to protect you, okay? But who wants this thing to continue? If the government was suing people, or if the government was making because the court of justice would be chock a block with people suing each other for defamation because they're now using social media to say shit. We don't need to tax people on crap. Then we can now use that money to make manufacturing in Australia viable. Yep. How <laughs> I think it'd stop a lot of you those. Get a few uh, I'm sorry, man. You got the Pauline Hansen in me going. You, got a, you <laughs> get a few people who would um, try it on for a little while, but then what would 
What would Facebook become if you couldn't talk shit about something you knew nothing about? Yeah, and that's <laughs> it'd be it'd cease to exist, yeah. wouldn't it? It's well, uh, honestly at the moment it would cease to exist. You'd have four or five friends sharing photos of their kids, or as has all been the rage, their uh, fire pits. Yeah. At the moment, everyone's got a fire pit story to share. But then apart from that, it's just people putting shit on people for no fucking reason with no base and no yeah. clue behind it. The, I had a beauty the other day. So someone who I'm friends with on Facebook put up a an article that said uh, 438 pedophiles have just been arrested in Canada and the biggest sting in history. And so he posted the article, that headline, that was the headline. And then his comment to go with it was, why aren't we in the streets protesting about this? And why isn't this on the media and the news? And there was 31 comments. By the time I got to it, there was 31 comments going, this is disgraceful. This is what we all should be outraged about. Not bloody a black man in America and this and that. So apparently I'm the only one who clicked on the article that was dated April 13, 2013. Bloody hell. And I wrote underneath, might have something to do with the date the article was written. And yeah. everyone went silent. But there's f- fucking morons that are running their life based on a headline. Yeah. This is a headline. I haven't got time to read an actual article or actually click on it. Let's get outraged. Social media would cease to exist if we banned all that. No, I don't think so. Social media will find a way of making money on us. Don't worry about it, mate. Yeah. Zuckerberg started his thing to connect people, Okay. He, he has diversified his his business. I understand. Yeah, but now it's connecting so people will, through he, shit talk. He, so no, well, he will find ways, mate. There's no problem. It is too big now to die like a dinosaur. So he can diversify it. In the meantime, there will be money. He he is one way. Mark, if you are listening, you <laughs> you make sure you get a commission from all government lawsuit. There you go. And all you have to do is to entice people because, because listen to me, Mark, people are already addicted to sharing their bullshit views anyway. So you're going to be fine. All you have to do is to keep on getting that drugs going into them. And then they will keep on sharing garbage. 20% fee. 20% finder's fee. I'll supply the... uh Oh, yeah, I, uh, Mark, if you are fee. listening, and ho- I hope you are listening, because <laughs> oh, he's got to be. <laughs> your your machine is such a giant. You are listening to everything I say, so, because you got people. I want you to make sure I get a commission from this too. <laughs> All right, guys, let's uh, have a look at this. Uh, let's enjoy this Marg and Chardonnay 2016. All right, we're gonna have to enjoy this again. One of the bottles that I got uh, on my way up there two weeks ago. And it was one of these bottles that I kept in the back. I would say we're right gonna have now, to start getting you to bring receipts in, mate, because we had rules. You, you can't. Keep we had rules. Bucks. All right, I can swear on Cam's head that it did not go over fifty bucks. Okay. Okay. All right. All right so when you say shit, another one that boys. was hidden out the back. <laughs> cheers, mate. If we have the time, or anyone has the time, you, you should really visit Mag and D. It's so classy. It's so nice, and uh, and if you have the time for lunch, oh, you that's have different. To, huh? Wow, can't put my finger on that, but it's got. Oh, it's coming from the one wine. To make that sure one. you take a driver for Margan though, because it's a little bit out of the main, um, the main yeah, area. It's in Broke, so it's, it's in not Broke. in Pokelbin. It's so, in Broke, so, so it's about fifteen minutes yeah, drive. Fifteen minutes up the road, so take a driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, a actually, you, paper rock with your wife. Actually, you shouldn't take a driver because if you cross the road, they have a um, some ad- accommodation there. It is top class. Uh, just have to walk across. It's, but if you have a few friends going there, uh, they, they have enough houses for about three or four couples. And that'd be a great. There's a weekend. couple of wineries. There's one just across the road from it too, isn't there? I, I is it Thomas? 
Nah, Paul Thomas? Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so to go back, nice. let's do another spin. What's a, what, what, what would be another spin? What if I was Donald Trump? What would I want to do before November? I mean, the, people, they go through life and they think that things just happen. It's a spin. Mm. Right, it's a spin. They're selling everything. Yep. For the moment, as Donald Trump, I know that I'm suffering from a an economy that is struggling. Correct. So I have to send a message out there that I'm reopening everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm sending that message of reopening everything. Now my stock market's going up. Things are up, and if things are up, people are making money. They employ the people. Therefore, my little base is happy because. Mm-hmm. They got their job. They got their security. Now, what have I done too? I have now cancelled or suspended even migrant working visa. Meaning what? Meaning more jobs. The guys that's highly skilled to do the job can't do it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you have to employ an American. I'm winning, mm-hmm. right? So, so these, I mean, these are good calculations. Come, yeah. come on, you have to think yeah, of this. Yeah, these, these are good calculations. I mean, really, who gives us stuff about the uh, riots and all that stuff? Because my spin in the coming future is I, with my little rallies, I didn't really spread the disease. It was all of these protesters, okay? And then uh, instead of really recognizing that my rally is not inviting anyone because a lot of people are listening to Dr. Fauci rather than me, well, very soon my spin is going to be I actually decided to stop my rallies Because of the rising numbers. Did you see how many states now are recording increasing numbers mm. of COVID-19? And that's still first wave, right? That's still first wave. Mate, they're talking about in uh, November reaching 170. Mate, that's garbage. I reckon it's going to go way higher than that. Yeah, I think there's a, a million new cases worldwide overnight. The stat that got thrown out on the news this morning. But So his base is middle-class white America. If we were to sum up Trump's base in a try to put a balloon around it, it would be middle-class white America. So by stopping the migrants doing their job, them jobs are going to go to middle-class white America. Yeah. All the protesters... I mean, I mean, if they know that Finland is is a country, they, <laughs> they, they probably would do well. Yeah, they don't know. What about over here, though? Like, I mean, we, we talk a lot about Donald Trump. but No, we're talking about the leader. That's, that's yeah. what it is. So, so let's talk about the leader here. So, you, pick, you pick one. Well, let's look at... Well, let's go, Scott Morrison. So you've got Victoria who's just put everyone back into lockdown. You've got Queensland who's refusing to let anyone into their state because apparently we're not all Australians now. We're, we're New South Wales yeah. and, we're, and we've got an election next year, don't we? Yeah. But as I said, I, who cares? I, I think that Queensland should not open their border. I'm very sorry, Dean. but <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dean Webb in Wisebury up in Robina. I'm sorry I'm, I said that, but I have to say it. I think we, we should keep it close. I think that we need to keep the border between Queensland and New South Wales closed in every respect. I said it last time, we need to stop giving them our GST money. We need to stop funding them for anything because they're such a smart state. They need to be able to fend for themselves. Yeah, And I think that Scott Morrison should really make the closure between New South Wales and Queensland permanent. There's a hidden message there, mate. You just choked. <laughs> he can't believe his own bullshit. That's yeah. he's, he's choking on his own bullshit. Yeah, but where does he go? We've got an election next year. Look, no, one, no one is on the same page, safe to say. Listen, so I'm going to be Donald Trump. Right? The Labor so, gov- so, so whatever we're talking about, I'm going to be Donald <laughs> it's Trump. It's true. The Labor government's trying to cover their own tracks with what's going on in Victoria. 
Queensland's also Labor. What is he going to do? We've got an election next year and no one is on the same page. Yeah. He can't. No no one who's up for re-election is going to, I believe, pull the JobKeeper payments in September. I don't think we can do it. We haven't had, when was the last time we had a Prime Minister who actually stood for something and, and or a government that stood for something and didn't flip-flop depending on the state of play at the moment or the mood of the nation? So if we get to September, it looks like the economy is going to be in trouble as if he's going to stop all the handouts because yeah. there'll just be bedlam, rightly yeah, or wrongly. Now, it should point. probably stop all the handouts and the survival of the fittest. Some businesses are going to fail, some aren't going to, fa- aren't going to fail. Some people will have jobs, some people won't. There'll be a lot of carnage for a lot of while, but at least we'll have stood for something. Otherwise, how long do the handouts go for? Now, it's coming from someone who's not getting JobKeeper. I'll just make that very clear here. I'm not getting it. So yeah. um, I'm sure if I was on JobKeeper, I might have a different a job opinion. JobSeeker, are you on that, mate? No. <laughs> you, I might be shortly. <laughs> I might be shortly. So what does he do come September? I think what does he do with it, his second wave bullshit? Well, because there isn't one. If you look at it, he's letting the Labor governments both in Queensland and in Victoria sort of implode on themselves where there's a lot of infighting where come next year he's going to say, listen, the Labor government can't even agree on how to open or not open or keep... Um, their own safe safe from a, uh, an outbreak. How long can he go? So the Victorian government's called in the army. How long can he let that go? Like, I, I, that's a fucking brilliant point. He's making them look fucking stupid. Letting them implode. And they're Absolutely. doing it to themselves. That's that's first, I don't know if that's the first good idea. Are they going to implode had. or are they going to stack themselves? <laughs> <laughs> More stacking. <laughs> well, they're, they're shooting themselves in the foot, literally. Yeah. So, but how long can he let that go on? Because you've got, we are Australians, yeah? So you've got Australian citizens down there who are now being governed yeah. by the military. yeah. I mean, again, it only came out today, so I haven't had time to read further into it. But yep. the, the news report was to make sure pubs and clubs, the army is now responsible for making sure people in pubs and clubs yep. observe social isolation. Yeah. Look, well, so you got a bloke standing next to you on a pokey I hadn't heard with that. a gun? Yeah. What are we doing and how long can he let that go? Because I know they're Victorians and they're the Mexicans and they're all that shit, but yeah. we can't let that go on. No, we as can't. A country, mate. This is what I was coming before. I think he'll step in. He'll he'll step in and he'll and he'll save Victorian Queensland let from it run what they for go. a few days, That's you reckon, it. and then go. Um, yeah, um, I I don't know what the extent of what the military is doing down there. It's the first I've heard of it, so I, I don't I can't comment on that. I'm but, shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we do I got, podcasts I got on a, Thursday. I got a heads up. <laughs> I got a heads up a bit later, right? So, but um. I honestly believe that, yeah, he's, he's letting them implode. Look at um, South Australia's corona-free just about. Yeah. And, and um, they've had their borders <laughs> closed for a while, but they started slowly opening things. New South Wales started slowly opening things, had their borders open, still just decreasing in numbers and so forth. Yet the two states that um, were trying to play hardball and so forth, they've, they've gone backwards. I don't know. I think he's, I think he's playing the odds. The thing is that you don't hear from him for the moment. Not been heard from. When was the last time we spoke? Oh no! He, well, there was. He announced something today to do with. Uh, there was another handout today, but not coronavirus related. There was. He's yeah, going the arts, the arts industry yeah, to go. receive two hundred fifty mil, but that's because he's doubled yeah. the fee at the university level. So that's the money where it's coming from. It's just <laughs> taking. It's just what is it? What what is it? You guys say robbing. Peter to pay Paul. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. I, uh, do you remember that we, when we spoke about how disgusting that was just to do that on our children? Mm. I think that, that was a silly, uh, silly game because 
at some stage, really, even now, you have a look at that. Our children and, and our children's children are already going to be footing the bill for all this shit that we, we cop in. What bill, right though? Now. They just print more money. That's the thing. This ah. bill that keeps growing, when are they ever going to be able to pay it back or when are they even going to try? Because no one who's trying to be elected or is in government is going to go, right, oh, I'm increasing taxes by 20% to pay back all the bullshit from 20 years ago. Who... <laughs> They haven't got the gumption, mate. They haven't got the fucking balls. They haven't... Yeah. They've all got their hidden agendas in there when they well, come they've out they've just got to keep their paycheck. That's, yeah, that's TL right. TL pointed out last week, the only people who haven't suffered wage-wise or income-wise during this whole thing guaranteed Polys. are the politicians. Yeah. So why would you risk that by saying, now all these people who vote for me, I'm going to take your handouts off you? You're not going to risk that. Even though they get a pension for life the minute they're out of parliament. Yeah, you know, like... Again, I, I think... Uh, I've lost Another a lot. I've lost a lot of faith in <laughs> the system. We need to blow it up and start again. Yeah. Another spin on Scomo would he stops the payments and goes, "Listen, guys, I I, I carried the nation through the hard time. Um, I said I'd stop it." And his supporters' base would probably be the ones that may not be the majority on the job keeper and job seeker. Yeah, so, I, think, I think that he may stop it, and he's going to go onto different initiative. Call it something else. So he, yeah, he may uh, he may give some money to the. <laughs> It'll just happen to be seven hundred and fifty dollars a week. <laughs> <laughs> We're ending JobKeeper and starting. Um, stay at your job. Stay, <laughs> Job Connector, <laughs> and it just happens to be fifteen hundred dollars a fortnight. <laughs> he may actually fund now brain stacking so that they don't spread the <laughs> virus as they do stack against each other. Well, that that Adam bloke's available. He, I heard he's been sacked by the Labor Party. Well, he's been, he's been sacked a few times. He's come back, mate. That man is a magician. I reckon he's a Houdini. I reckon he's got some secret videos of someone somewhere that he yeah. just keeps waving over their head and saying, Mr. Andrews. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe Daniel's secret spies found the hidden stash of uh, Handcuffs por- and pornography that... Uh, <laughs> He was using to blackmail him, and now it's all over. No, but one one of the things that's happening though this week, and and I think it's uh, tragic that every single time we have to go there because negativity works better than positivity. We're talking uh, again about there's more debt. We're talking about how the uh, recession is going to get worse. We're talking about the twenty seventh wave of COVID nineteen. <laughs> I mean, seriously. If all we learned to surf, we'd be stoked, mate. <laughs> what are we? What are we doing? Do you know, like, what, how come we not focusing on the positive stuff? It doesn't sell the you paper. There's uh, no. I'm just sitting here, and I'm, I, I've been saying that for weeks now. There's people who are losing their job left, right, and center. We, as an organization, we are still recruiting. Mm-hmm. What about talking about all of these new job opportunities for people? What about spending some money and maybe giving some coverage, right, to all of these organizations that are trying to just make sure that there's some normality in those families? Make 6,000 staff mm. going to be five from Qantas. Yeah. What does that mean? So there's going to be a lot of people in there that may need to sit down and go, a new job, a new career will be something nice. Yeah. I don't know. So you went from... You've confused me. So you're upset about the negativity, but we're talking about 6,000 people getting sacked. Where's the silver let's tr- line? No, let's focus on them and try and find a job for them. Let's let's talk about like some of the good stuff. that th- This is what I, I'm, I'm talking about, really, the media, because I'm, I'm sick and tired of... Like, good stuff. The good, the good news is, like, we did open we did seven open homes on the weekend. There was people at all of them. There's yeah. people throwing offers in. There are still many, no, many... No, but we do that. 
That's not what the news say. No, no. But that's again. I, I watched thirty idiots comment on a on a headline from two thousand and thirteen without realizing it was a headline from two thousand and thirteen. That's so if, a good one. Should if, have put that if, down now. Yeah. No. <laughs> if that's a, well, I didn't want to name and shame the the guy who first posted it, but um, he would have been famous. Yeah. Well, he's not that close. He's just a friend from. Got, Facebook, so it's not even a. I could have, but no, we're not. Wrong friends. We're not going there. Um, you know, there's. Oh, what were we? I've lost Try, trying to help out these people losing their jobs. What are we going to do moving forward? Oh, the media. But if it's that easy to make money, so if if there's a headline that's been recycled from 2013, and in the five minutes it was on, 32 people got on outraged, outraged. If it's that easy to make money, why would they bother putting any substance into their what they're working? If, if that's, and then and then even if I actually sat with a guy last night and had a few beers with a with a client of mine who had recently sold a house to, and he's a journalist, and he's scared to tell people he's a journalist because of fucking journalism being so piss poor at the moment, and the, and the fight for that. But if you're trying to wave the good flag and do the right thing and only report the truth and try to be unbiased and not be sensationalist. But every other person around you is just throwing out a headline that gets thirty people coverage. on Facebook to, yeah. to blow up about something from ten years ago. Yeah, what, but what hope do. is there, mate? What hope uh, is there? Well, Where the it's it's not even the media's fault. It's our fault for being but fucking I think idiots. That's, that's where our job is. You know, a, a lot of people saying, you know, what is it you do? We want wisdom. One wisdom. We try and, and educate the idiots. That's number one. Click on the headline and the, read the I article. I mean, the people listening to us are idiots. Therefore, yes, we try to idiots. educate them. Now, number two. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love you, you idiots. <laughs> we also try to steer the right thing. I mean, there's also great young up and young up and coming journalists. I mean, if you have the time, go and see some of the things that that young Nick Ford is doing. He's a journalist and he is now looking for a job somewhere. And these people are looking for. I'm recruiting. For people <laughs> who are recycled. They, sometimes you need to look for young blood. Mm. You know, th this young kid is doing amazing stuff. Yeah. We, we need to really have a look there. The same thing as for the job. Now, those people who are listening to us all the time, not because they, they, they like our wine, but they're because idiots. They, they, they're idiots. <laughs> so let me educate you. If you know of anyone who's in the airline, who needs a job or change a career and work in an industry where they can really grow as a person because in real estate we learn about people, we learn about human nature, we learn about how to communicate. Get people to call Wiseberry because if they fit the criteria, we'll give them a job, mm -hmm. right? Yep. We are constantly looking for winners. Here it is. If you're not doing this, it's bad karma for you for listening to this <laughs> and not helping somebody else. It's crazy. I man. think we've said it before. There's not enough critical thinkers out there looking beyond their own box where they are. I don't think there's enough people who understand what critical thinking actually means. Oh, okay. but yeah, to enough. simplify it, when you read a headline, <laughs> click on the link and read the article and then form your own opinion before you blow up after only reading the headline. That would yeah. be the definition. Well, it's not even the definition of critical thinking, but it's a start. Yeah. Because then you have to read the article, see the information, not just go with it and like say that said, that's right. Like you said last week that the uh, – was it Duck, Duck, Go? And it's totally unbiased when you're typing things in. There's no left did or right. Did you use it? I did, actually. Yeah. I jumped in. How and different is it? Yeah, and there was a lot of papers there. I'm going, what the hell yeah, is all this? Where the fuck did this come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I did jump on. So if there's something that you want to educate yourself on no more, jump on a duck, duck, go type it in, and you'll see three or four articles from varying sort of sides of the story. Understanding that there is 
people with their agendas when they put a story out. I think that's the basis of people using their critical thinking. I think everyone has uh, an agenda, you know. Um, we do have an agenda too. Our agenda is to try to educate the idiots and give a job to the people who haven't. But really, everyone's got one. What people need to know is use their common sense and see which agenda is real and mm -hmm. which agenda is really building rather than listening to gossip, you know. Yep. We're just being lazy. It's laziness. To read a headline and not read an article and form your whole opinion on an on a issue based on that is just fucking lazy. It's the people who – Donald Trump made a speech and said, I have done more for black Americans than any other president in US history apart from maybe Abraham Lincoln. And instead of anyone looking into that, you've got people going, well, no, he hasn't. And you've got people going, I heard that Donald Trump's done more for any – for, for black Americans than any living American, any president in history apart from maybe Abraham Lincoln. That's the sole basis of their yep. opinion in life. Where are we heading? Do some research. We are not right. I want to make that very clear. We do not sit here and think we know anything, but all we do, we ask a lot of fucking questions, though. We're not the, well, you don't have to listen to us and believe what we're saying because that wouldn't be critical thinking. You don't listen Spot to on. wine and wisdom and go, here's three pissed idiots calling everyone idiots. They must be right. You go, well, here's what they've said. Maybe I should look into something a bit further. And we have to do that with everything. We have to make sure our kids question everything. I do not want my kids taking anything a teacher says as gospel. No. Because Maybe a, from you. Maybe from you they should question everything. <laughs> yeah, but no, but they're te but a, I guarantee a teacher you, has from me, I, I try my best to deliver the news that uh, I have endeavoured to check out first. Oh, did they come home and say, Mr Johnson said this. Oh, I Mr go, Johnson, but it's not you. But you no, said it's from me. you. No, no, I didn't say from... Oh. I don't want them <laughs> to never question their teachers. Oh, I always say so. You're at school and a teacher's a vegan and she doesn't like meat, you're going to be swayed in a certain direction. You're at school and a teacher's religious, you're going to be swayed in a certain direction. Question everything. Try being my a kid, religious school when you ask you question the religion. My kid, yeah, you know, they're going to get in trouble for a lot of back chat. Yeah. But why? Best question ever. Why? Why, miss? Why? We do it. We, I'm guilty of it. I'm very guilty of it. But my kids back chat me. All they're doing is seeking clarification. I go, don't you back chat me. Just listen. <laughs> I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's me imposing my will on them. So that's the problem we have. And that's why if we come across... Uh, calling people idiots. I think anyone who just reads a headline and forms an opinion on that and then continues to get into an argument based on a headline they've written, you are an idiot. I'm sorry. And I'm happy if you, we're not going to associate because we're bringing the world down. We're not improving the world. And if that's the world leaders we've got for the next 15 years, 20 years, 30 years... We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Mm. Not that we're not in trouble now. I mean, look where we're at at the moment. Yeah, yeah. The second wave and none of us know how to surf. I mean, what are we doing? One thing for sure that is that all of these Lonely Planet booklets and website and all of these websites on travel, they all stuff because there are no more statues that they are showing <laughs> in all of their websites. Oh, <laughs> ABC. I didn't write it down. ABC, have you guys seen yesterday, the, uh, yesterday the day before, the ABC ran a segment on radio asking... Uh, or suggesting that chess is racist because of what I did hear that moves. goes first. What goes first? I did hear that. That's a publicly funded broadcaster. That's where our tax dollars are going, to a fucking broadcaster running their agenda, which is clearly set to the left, which doesn't make any sense when it's controlled by the government, asking if chess is now racist and should be banned, or suggesting that it is. 
And before that, it was minties. Minties are wrong because they're so white. What about redskins? Would you eat a black minty? <laughs> it's called licorice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's called licorice. Licorice is racist because it's not white. But and this is where, mate, if know, the ABC, if that's where we're heading, we are fucked. Political correctness gone wrong. We're turning into a nanny state. Look, we know that. There's too many... Worry about the minority, not the majority. People are exaggerating. I mean, seriously, I don't. I, that's why I don't do jujitsu and all this shit anymore. Why is black belt better than white? Can you please tell me? <laughs> well, let is, me let me show why you. Is black, <laughs> why, why is black better than white? <laughs> let me show why, you. No, but why couldn't white be the the top? Yeah, what are you suggesting? Why yeah. couldn't white, white be the belt top belt? should be the best? <laughs> I, yes. I should have yeah. started with black belt. Be yeah. Belgium, here we go. Uh, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> huh? That's well done. That's a smart. You've, you've said two smart things in two weeks. Yeah, that's cut good. the shit, man. Listen, I haven't started on you yet. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. No, but that's that's, and I think I just sort of checked myself a bit because we say a lot about the young people and the entitlement, and if that's where we're heading, then the world is fucked. World's pretty fucked. And that's that's people from your generation, TL. They're the ones running the world at the moment. Um, no way, mate. Yeah. My generation, no way. Yeah, My generation is are... the. I I'm personally speaking. Sixty My... what? <laughs> <laughs> You're running the world. My, My generation is the generation X. We are the dumb generation. Most of the people, most of the major leaders in the planet. Are Yes or no? No. Yes. Merkel. Trump, Trump seventy. Mate, they absolutely. That's the baby boomers, mate. Oh, so it's me, myself, boomer. and I. Baby boomers, me, myself, and I. They're running the world at the moment. Um, so gee, mate, it's all about me. It's all about myself. And mate, the baby boomers, we stupid. We the dumb generations. So is the world just destined to be fucked regardless? Then because we're saying no, the young, I can't the entitled wait. generation are going to do no, it. No, I can't wait. Who's going to fix it? Which generation is going to fix it? It's, I, I don't think it's a question of generation. Really I don't, not uh, my generation because I blame everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that probably the one that's going to fix is not born yet. I think we are in for a big, big shit. How much shit are we going to Because be in the, when they my get generation, there? we're so dumb that we look after our parents because they, uh, they fucking spent everything. They freaking go on yearly holidays, spend everything on themselves, putting all the kids to nanny. They are the ones who made all the, the money and just made sure that there is a nanny system to look after guys like us. Then, because we are the dumb generation, now we also spend everything making sure our children's got everything. So they got the best of education, the best of everything. Why? Because we want to give them what we didn't get. Mm -hmm. Because back in our days, we got a balloon and our parents used to say, go and play. Mate, it will take a generation of kids who are going to say, shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Where are we going? These guys are leaving us a worse place than when they turned up. Mm. Right? Thank God for COVID-25. Because, <laughs> because they're all gone now. When's the they're COVID tsunami now. coming? I reckon COVID-25 <laughs> is going to get rid of all the baby boomers to the millennium. In a, one go, in one go, yeah. it's gonna go. It may, say, the virus is gonna land on us. Actually, it's, it's not gonna do well on me because every time the, the virus land on me, 
I, I'd say to the virus, listen, you're not going to do very well. You're not going to prosper on this uh, organism. <laughs> but if you go to Carrion, there is a family. They all walk around without <laughs> shoes. <laughs> and if you land there, you're going to prosper. <laughs> right? Mate, my kids will have the strongest immune system in rugby league history because the, the amount a, they're sick now. So when can't. that virus is going to find out, are ah, you a freaking millennial? <laughs> Bang, you're dead. Right? So, so seriously, mate, the next generation is going to be it. Mm. At the moment, most podcasts, and I mean, we're, we're guilty of it, um, and everything on TV, we're pointing out a lot of problems. We don't provide a lot of solutions. We try, but they're all, for the yeah. most part, ignored or rubbish to begin yeah. with. As long as the, the the outrage culture exists, the majority of talk and the majority of people on TV are going to be pointing out problems and not trying to fix them. Fuck, we've got a long way to go before that swings around and the majority of people on podcasts and on TV are, are trying to talk about solutions instead of instead of problems. I think we're... The aliens must look at us and go, you, you fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Listen, every revolution starts with one idea. Gandhi got what Gandhi deserved. That was one I'm man... pretty sure the idea is not guns. No, but it started from there. And, and I think that you raise a bloody good question because things are one... Because one person has had the courage to drive it. And I think that for the moment, we, we probably spending too much around wine and eating great cheese, by the way. <laughs> but what if what we do one of these days sparks something in a young gun who's going to say, do you know what? They're right. We are sitting here and making this planet worse for the generation to come. They're right. Let's create COVID-25 and get rid of all of them so that we can be better off. I think that then things will happen. So what I'm trying to say is, mate, don't underestimate that what we're doing is nothing. What I believe what you're saying is very important is that there's a lot of suckers out there who either are silent or just talk out of ignorance, didn't bother even reading more than three articles to start seeing what is right from what's wrong. Mm. At least we're making the time and spending this time to do our research and find out mm. about the spin and the, and we try and bust it, the, the things that are really happening and try and wake people up so that sometimes the lucky ones, the one that we uh, adopted as idiots and we turn They're around, our idiots. Uh, them <laughs> around into our idiots. They're our idiots. Yeah. And suddenly they become to the idiot club, like <laughs> one of us. You still have your badge? That's it. <laughs> no, no. Then those people are going to sit down and say, you know what? They're right. When we have enough people saying they write, things change, my friend. Yeah. I wasn't saying we're doing nothing. What I'm saying, we, we are highlighting problems still. There's so much noise. Everyone is highlighting problems. There's not many highlighting solutions. I think we, and we, until we, that noise has changed, because fear is a wonderful thing. It's going to take a very, very, very strong person. And there have they've been those yeah. people throughout history to stand up against all the noise. And the problem is we keep breeding. So the population isn't getting smaller and the noise isn't getting quieter. The negative noise, problem, 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 problem. You and I talked before because we were waiting for Chris for fucking yeah. three hours. Yeah, three hours. About the, the secret and the law it of It gets longer as the wine gets uh, less, mate. The hours are surprising. Uh, we, we spoke Listen, about by this. podcast time, by wine and wisdom time, it was three hours. Yeah. We, we spoke about the secret coming out and, and the law of attraction. Well, if all people are saying is there's a problem there's a problem there's a problem there's a problem what's the universe hearing problem problem what is it giving you more of problems yeah good point, and that's mate. yeah i mean i guess you can't talk about a solution without first talking about the problem but until that 
till the momentum shifts more in favour of solution than problem. I, I think we keep going backwards before we yeah, go forward. But That's not so. And you're right. We are here to make people think, but we start by going. There's a problem, and everyone. But I think on that we're TV, thinking too, bro. Yeah, I, I think that thinking. we are thinking yeah, too. So thinking. because I think that we are making a huge difference. Uh, I mean, I I think that the things that we are doing is already having the audacity to share our opinion is is one thing it, that is huge. There's a lot of people out there who've got their opinion and who haven't got the guts to even Too talk quiet. about it. Or well, when they no, do no. talk about it, they get shouted abuse. Down. No, they're just abusing people. Oh, uh, yeah, that's... Or they say shit like, you know, I mean, I, I read I read one, one idiot who said, oh, man, I didn't sign up to Wine and Wisdom for this shit because, <laughs> because his opinion was shit, right? So when I wrote in... I thought, oh, maybe I can and can pick up from here after you had been writing about it. I did my best. I, and I didn't hear any come back from the guy. And so I'm thinking, well, at least we're waking some people up. Maybe the wrong dude, but at least we walk. <laughs> may, may our, we, our objective is to wake people up. Yeah. We are not here to choose who we wake up. But one of these days, we're going to wake up a young kid who's going to say, we'll stir the shit, right person. Yeah. I like what they said there. What about me running now for government and say those who vote for me will have to uh, uh, to say, well, if I lose uh, the uh, country money, they will have to pay, and those who vote for the guy should do the same. And then we see who. I mean, there's gonna be people who's gonna wake up and do that. People who are going to wake up. A few podcasts ago, I said every politician who comes up has to say these are three things I'm gonna make happen. And if I don't make it happen, you send me to jail after my turn, mm. okay? And vote for me based on that. Yeah. And then the next guy can say the same thing. And if he's not wanting to say it, well, at least you know where you stand. Mm. Hopefully the person we wake up drinks a lot less than us and they wake up a bit earlier. <laughs> no, no. Do you know that Mozart wrote his best thing after he's been uh, drinking? It's drinking actually clears your mind, boys. I was joking. No, no, I, 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 no but I'm, I'm not. I just want to say to you. The problem is over drinking is the problem. And right now we are only playing, we are bordering, but we are not touching that line yet. <laughs> oh, I, that line's way behind me. I'm, I'm not no, afraid to no, admit no, it. No, not yet because my liver, my liver tests. I keep on yeah, yeah, every night. I, the only, I don't want to drink every day, but the only reason I do this, it's like <laughs> Cleopatra with the poison back in the uh, Egyptian days. It's, it's just to, it's to make sure immunity. that... Absolutely. I, I'm just building my immunity to wine and wisdom. Chris came in and said, I only had a bottle of wine tonight, but I'm more hungover than... Oh, I don't yeah. believe it was you, a bottle. If you've only had one bottle, mate, you aren't, bit, you aren't right. game fit. You're not match fit. No, you should be ashamed. Bit, or if bit. it was a bottle, it was a mate, and I'm guaranteeing it. <laughs> Maybe it's, it had some of Cleopatra's really, poison in it. Really rusty, yeah. <laughs> I only drink on days that end in Y, so it's all good. <laughs> Listen, you go back to what you are saying before, Cam, about why isn't there people out there putting forward solutions instead of just highlighting problems? And I think you touched on it, um, I think, at the podcast before or so forth. Those people, I think, the critical thinkers, are, are, are tired of not being heard. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I think they get shouted down by all the people that have their opinion that don't do the research. You're just talking to idiots, yeah. They, you and, get sick of it. And, and, and they don't bother. They are just, but there's yeah. also people, and we've spoken about this before, who have a great opinion and could put an opinion forward, but the fear of backlash... The fear of backlash professionally, yeah, yeah, well, and, and not only not only to that person, but, but yeah. professionally, yeah, professionally. You know, I, I own a business. 
You own a business, Thomas. Mm. We take a risk by getting on here and having an opinion because half the population votes Liberal and half the population votes Labor. Half the population's religious, half the population's not. And for some people, the fear of someone might not list their house with me because I said that that wall was pink and they might think it's grey. Yeah. Shuts them up, and I think that's so wrong, man. It's, I've said it's before, sad. those people do not deserve to belong to the club idiots. No, they're not our idiots. <laughs> I've said before, mate. If someone's going to not list their house with me because I speak my mind, then I'd, I'd, I'm completely fine with that because the chances are you probably we're not going to get along anyway. Yeah. Because you know what I do when I'm selling a house and I'm meeting with vendors and I'm talking to buyers, I speak my mind because that's part of being honest and transparent and giving them the right advice. You're scared of having an opinion. How are you even doing your job properly? Yeah. That's what I want to ask because we have to where's, have where's that advice. Stop, yeah. stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Where's the third bottle? All right, third bottle. Uh, just by chance, because uh, I had all the time. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Just because I had all the time in the world. Oh, but he's our idiot. I swung, <laughs> I swung by the bottle shop and I also grabbed the cockfighter's ghost that like Cam did. And it's a it's a cab sap, 2016 cab What can you tell us about Cockfighter's Ghost? Well, it's actually named after a horse that drowned, um, that he was crossing the river with the rider on the back. And uh, the horse was named was Cockfighter. And the river that it's it's said to haunt the river that he it drowned in. That's why it's called Cockfighter's Ghost. Uh, Convict gangs, a ghost horse and a and the vineyard. Does that yeah, sound yeah. familiar? So I actually I'm looked reading my information the same label. Up, not got it from someone else. So you didn't get it from yeah. the label? No, I looked it up on the label. <laughs> but you know, it's I got it. <laughs> Um, so I got a cap stab 2016. Yes, I was very unprepared today, unfortunately. So, so is the uh, the grape coming from um, a hunter grape or an Adelaide grape? Uh, uh, no, I believe it is I'll a. Tell you on the back, mate. Read the label, mate. I've got to get me freaking glasses on for that. You got your glasses on? I'm pretty sure it's a Hunter Valley grape. Yep. From what I read before. Oh, no, Flood of the Creek, Hunter Valley, the strongest horse, Cockford. Doesn't say where the. Because uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, that would surprise me if it came from the Hunter Valley grape. On the front, it's got Langhorn Creek. Where's Langhorn Creek? South Australia. There, there you go. go. It's going to South Australian yeah. one then. South Australian. Be in Adelaide. Mm. That's cool. At least, at least I know you boys really did your research. I did my yeah. research. Listen, That's cool. There's no problem. I, I ran in, bought the wrong bottle, apparent, according to Cam. Hey, <laughs> 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 Mate, we only feature their wine when they send us free wines. We've done two cockfighters go, so they haven't sent us anything. Yes, we, we have spoken about Himera many times. Yeah, we, we still have. thank Himera. Thank you very much, still Himera. doing a lot of good things for our members. Wise 20. Our listeners, our idiots. Our, our idiots. <laughs> Here we go. Nice caps there. Mm, nice colour. Listen to this. See, that's the sound for you. That's a sound. And they say that there's no sound. That's why they have to clean the glass. I don't understand it. That's bullshit. I think you got some misinformation there, mate. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, this is nice. Okay, I was gonna say my wine won, but I, I, I'm gonna have to take it back. You clearly didn't like the Pinot Gris. We didn't even finish it. No, we Pinot, can be honest I'm, about it. We're yeah, not yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, saying anything. It was. We didn't like the Pinot Gris. No, I spat mate, everything. I'm not match fit today to be finishing it too. So that's the truth of it. We've got to be honest, mate. If people go out, listen to this, and buy shit wine, that's oh, our fault. No, 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 it's not a shit wine. I think the, the Pinot Gris. Do, is not, nice. do not buy it. Don't, don't buy it. <laughs> I think I think it's nice. It's a, a good I one think for a hot day. 2022. And no, 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 no. There's some Pinot Gris you can't keep. So anyway, I'm not putting it down, but don't buy it. However, the, that uh, cockfighter goes Cabernet Sauvignon. That's pretty 2016. good. That's good. Of course, it's good. It came from you. It's got some length on it. All it's, right, it's I not a competition. I, then I scored. Yeah, I scored this week. You won that week. I yeah. scored this week. You won this week. <laughs> I think my Chardonnay won last week. 
That was good. good that was a bloody yeah. good Chardonnay, man. That's got, got a fruit, that's got a different fruit flavour. What's the? I couldn't finger on the fruit that the Chardonnay had, but it was Chardonnay, mate. Oh yeah, no, it had grapes. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fruit is Chardonnay, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. <sighs> Just trying to bring a bit more sophistication to the show. That one drops. that you've got last last week, the one you bought in last French week. One, yes. Yeah, was that from Dan's? Yes, because that's a that was a bloody. Not I'm not a wine. huge fan of white, but that's a good white. Ooh, last it's week. not in the French wine section; it's in the normal Chardonnay section. So if you All go right. looking for it in the French wines, you won't find. I don't it. go looking. I just go up to and say, "I need to buy this one." It's the only label. Chardonnay I've seen <laughs> with a bright orange label, so you can't. Yeah, miss da, it. D A Darrell. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice. That was nice, man. Yeah, that was a nice one. Yeah, that was last week. You're living in the past. Oh well, anyway, boys. So, so what? What is? Uh, let's let's try and spin it. What? Let's spin this. We have never done this before. What's your prediction in the news in the next seven days until our next podcast, mate? Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to let you know. Oh, shit. Uh, New South I, Wales considering reintroducing uh, lockdown. Lockdown. Bullshit. No, yep. that's not gonna happen. You said forecast? you asked for a prediction. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, but I, I can also say what I think. No, you okay. can't. Okay, all right, all right, all So right. next week, next week we're supposed to be Queensland's releasing their borders, opening their borders. Um, I think that's not going to happen now. I think she's going to grab onto what's happened in Victoria and said, nah, look what happened there. We're not doing it. We're not opening up. I think Gladys says Daniel Andrews is an idiot and why would you go back into lockdown and two days later we go back into lockdown. Okay. That's the... What's it going to look like? What's it going to look? What's lockdown look like? Well, it's not going to look like anything for me because I just want to state this very clearly. I'm not doing it. Okay. You can drag me kicking and screaming. I'm not going back to trying to crash the economy for no reason. But what I'm saying is, is it not going doing to, it? Is it going okay, to, Donald. Not doing <laughs> it! <laughs> is it going to be like we had before? Is it going to be, you know, work from home if you can? Mate, they've now got sort of army guarding pub. That didn't happen before. They, I reckon they'll try and tighten the squeeze, but in a different way. Yeah. They, they'd never brought in the army last time. Now fucking 30 people have gotten sick. The army are involved. I think, mate, they, they, they've tried with the app. Not enough of us got it. So I sent you that thing. They installed it on our phone. It's not working. No, well, you have to have the app to go with it. But did you know Apple put that on the on your phone, the ability to be – and I, so I think they're just trying different ways because I'm not over my Lego movie Matrix type thing. They've, they've got a level of control over us. They're not going to give all that up. So now they're finding a different way of doing it. That's my prediction. See, is. This, this is a problem ab- about human nature is that we've gone into lockdown once. It's going to be very hard for them to do a second time. They won't get me – and yet, and yet, you know who I feel the most for? Our elderly. Yeah. Still, now, if you don't know this, we have said this on our first podcast uh, into COVID. It's our elderly other people being punished, mate. I, I feel for these people, the anxiety that they have to have because the, 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 the state's open already. We, you know, everything's starting to go back into some kind of normality. And we can still die. And they have question mark. Yeah. I mean, how, how, mm. I mean, I know that you just saw your dad today. Did you yep. see him or did you see him through a window? No, no. I've, it's in the, um, in the nursing home, I think it was four weeks ago now. Right. Uh, yeah, you have to have pure evidence that you've got a, a flu vaccine, that you've had the flu vaccine. Yeah. Um, when? when? Two weeks ago? No, no. Pro- before going there, you must have had a flu vaccine. Yes, but when? Five but years the flu ago? Vaccine. Two weeks prior to us going Two weeks prior to us going there. Oh, I see, I see. So the first prior, two weeks prior to the first visit, you must have had your flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then when you go there, you've got to book in. You can only go for uh, an hour. Um, and, yeah, they have to take your temperature. And if your temperature is high, you can't go and visit him. So, so what if the disease can't be transmitted in an hour? Is that what we're doing now? No, well, that's the precautions they've put in place. Yeah, so fucking horseshit. That is disgusting. Prior man. to that was absolute. Horseshit. If I, if I was, 
If, again, any of you idiots listening to us right now, get the elderly away from nursing homes. Because if that's the rules that we have in, they are going to freaking kill them by the hundreds. You have to have had a flu vaccine, which has nothing to do with coronavirus, and you can only sit with them for an hour, which has nothing to do with how quickly the fucking disease can be transmitted. Yeah. And you're, uh, you're also obviously, your temperature is taken when you get there. If it's above 37, they don't allow you in. But if you, so if you bought some cake to bring them, if you bought some cake from someone who had the virus, yeah, there's, there's no so are you saying to me that in the 100 metres that you're going to walk over to the uh, th- thermometer that is going to show the temperature? Yeah, this, yeah, but that's that is, mate, that, who's the dumb nut who came out with that shit? <laughs> no, it's just levels of control. That's what they're, they're, they'll exercise. They're conditioning us. They're, we're being conditioned to being controlled. And I'm going very tinfoil hat here, but it's I've, I've had, I haven't changed my opinion since when all this shit first started happening. Yeah, like, oh, see, the government's not that bad. They are raising restrictions, are they? You're allowed to see your dad for an hour. Oh. And you had to have had a shot that has nothing to do with coronavirus before you go and do that. Did and in that hour, you could kill him. I actually think that other nursing homes, the government-run ones, are actually even less strict. So, so what what other predictions have we got for next between now and next week? I reckon South America decimated. I reckon Africa well. decimated. Right, and <laughs> I'm not saying that America is decimated. America. Uh, about to border the edge of insanity. That's how it's going to be. Didn't uh, the European now block the Americans from traveling to Europe? Yeah. Beside Poland, because Poland today uh, said hello to Donald Trump, so they, they're going to have to let them in. I think they did that months ago, though. This, the outbreak they banned all flights. No, no, in that's from that's the that's the American banning the Europeans, but now Europeans it's the are other banning way them. around. Okay. You got there's a. Interesting narrative, and I don't want to mention the competition, but Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, he's not competition. He's a direct competitor. He's no competition. <laughs> we we actually we actually like him for what he does. Yeah. So he's got the biggest podcast in the world, and his opinion on it, which he's stated many, many, many times in recent podcasts, is why have we shut down the whole economy? And he's talking about America for something that less than one percent of the population has, and doesn't kill. X amount. So if he is the most, if he's the biggest podcaster in the world and getting out to the most people, and he's spreading that message, then that's that's what's going to no, happen. No. People are going to get apathetic about the disease. I'm already. I mean, I've been apathetic about it since day dot. But because a hundred people died in you, Australia, you're apathetic. But still, you got you kept your mum away because we had apathetic to. I'm the sorry, man. Outcry. If, no, no, if, no. If there is a rise, you'll still will keep your mum away. Yes, because that's a smart thing to do. Shutting oh, down the entire economy okay. is not the sh- the smart thing to do. A hundred people died. They were all I, old. I, get, I, get, I get that, but no, no, no. Half this of them came thing. off a cruise ship. But what if they didn't stop it? Do you think we'd be stuck at 100? It would still be old people dying, mate, so we should protect the elderly. My business didn't need to do the isolation measures that it did. I needed good, to keep, now it's a good discussion. I needed to Why keep, do we get to the end of the podcast and talk about keep, something good? I need to keep my mum away because my mum is in the bracket where people die. I am not in the bracket where people die. None of my staff are in the bracket where people die. The people who we go out and visit their house who are in that bracket, special precautions need to be taken. We did not need to do what we did. Yes, 
instead of 7,000 people out of 25 million who got the disease, there might have been 10,000 out of 25 million who got the disease. Yeah. But of the 100 people that died, half of them were spread between a nursing home and a fucking cruise ship. Yep. And I haven't heard the May figures. I don't know if anyone has, but in April, six hundred thousand people lost their job. Qantas just sacked six thousand people yep. because seven thousand people out of twenty-five million got a runny nose. So or, or walk without shoes. Or walk with. <laughs> so the apathy comes from the end of the world. The fucking dogma that was attached to it. The second wave bullshit. There is a virus going around that kills the elderly. So, yes, I will look after my mum and I will keep her safe. Am I going to sacrifice the rest of the fucking economy and and so many more lives? What, what if those figures then increase to people between the age of 40 and 50? And not just like brother, 50 you, to 60 brother, or... I, I mean this... Like I, you just went and visited your dad, who's in the risk category. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. And you went and hugged him. You are freaking bastard. Like, I mean that... Like Rather, I'm, not, I'm not trying to. No, no, I understand. You, I understand. You are I'm not a crazy, bastard. I'm not trying to start a problem. <laughs> no, but seriously, like you can't. You're making me feel guilty. Yeah, no, well, not I, at all. I, I don't want to do that, but that's where. Now, what said, I'm saying you is, you said to me, you're getting apathetic, <laughs> and I bet you'd still, I'd still keep my mother safe. Yes, and my mum is the last person who wants to be kept safe. Oh, we'll see the kids, and I'm not scared. Well, mum, love you. You're old, <laughs> and, and you and could I'm die. Scared. Right. And I don't need you to die yet because you look after the kids for us on Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> if not, we have to work full time. The overreaction, which I'll stand by to this day. And yes, Thomas, if we didn't do what we did, more people may have got coronavirus. You're 100% right, mate. But 600,000 people wouldn't have lost their job. There'd be a few more people running around with runny noses and we've just hit flu season and... There's many, many more people running around with the, 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 the issue is this. Because of the way that they started, do you know that we are still one of the best economy coming out of this? Number one. Number two, let's imagine that they did not close it. Okay? So we're now going into 100, 200, 500, maybe 1,000. At one stage. Who died? That's not the point. The point is 1,000 lives have some impact. What if they... And so the key is when they get to a certain numbers, I don't know where the numbers, they will still would have gone into close a restaurant, lockdown and all this stuff. And still we would have 600,000 people. So this is the thing. So right now, I think that at least, yes, we have got 600,000 to deal with, but many, many families are still embracing their grandparent, their great-grandparent. I mean, I, I think of the Montes boys, you know, and, and I love their, their grandmother, their great-grandmother. And their great-grandmother, I, I don't know, man. She, How does she feel that the, the, the last few years of my life, I'm, I'm away from my loved one? Just cut that shit. Just let me embrace them. And maybe somewhere one of them is going, I don't want to because it doesn't matter it's, it's a few years. It's a few years that's good not just for us, but it's good for our grandchildren. Yeah. So they people can come up with any kind of thinking, you know. And in, in life, this is the diversity of things. There's people who don't give a shit to there's people who are just shit scared. In between, there's zillions of variety. So your, your thing is, is fine. We spoke about the first podcast where we believe that, yeah, the elderly should have just been kept away and let the entire country keep on doing what they're doing. 
Yeah. Would we have had the same numbers? But would we really do that? How do you do that? How? So the your your mother has got her house. How does Chris deal with that when his father doesn't have his house? Does he move them move in with him? And if he moves in with him, does he stay in a room that they can't go in? How do they eat? We lock down the elderly anyway. I'm sorry? We locked down the elderly anyway. When we when we came. locked down everybody else. We all got locked down. But right? nursing home schemes, you still got carers going in. And some of those nursing homes were carers were taking the Which uh, is yeah. Spreading so it. So in that, that instance, then a special precaution needs to be taken. We locked down everybody and yeah. old people still died. I right? think I think one of the reasons came so, was sorry, mate, go on. Yeah, sorry, mate. I know go on. I'm just passionate about it. If we had to just lock we locked down the elderly anyway. But what shouldn't have happened was the rest of the society got locked in, especially when we were still letting people off fucking planes and boats, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They needed to be protected, and as much as it would have sucked and as much as there was still a risk that a carer – they've done it with the footy players now, mate. The carers wouldn't have, shouldn't have been allowed to visit family and do all that stuff. They should have been in a bubble. That's what they've had to do with the NRL players now. Yeah. Young children, elderly, fully protected, rest of the economy allowed to go on. I'm willing, I mean, no one knows, but 103 people died. They're all elderly. I don't think the death rate would have increased. Their case rate may have increased, but they weren't the people that were dying from I, it. I think one of the things they were worried about, Cam, is our hospitals have a, a, a maximum number of saturation of uh, once that you get to a point, whether it be beds or ventilators and so forth. And the whole locking things down and this word they use, flattening the curve, if they got to a point where the hospitals were absolutely saturated and couldn't take any more people and we hadn't been in lockdown, that's what they were worried about is then we couldn't care for the people that were sick and that death rate would have skyrocketed. Yep, that's one of the things they use. We're now going through a second wave, in air quotes, everyone who can't see me, I just did air quotes, where exactly the same problem is going to arise in air quotes, mate. The, we, we didn't need the hospital beds. I think it's good that we're talking because really it's showing how each of us, because we are salespeople, each of us spin things our own way. And I think that that should teach people to just be very aware of salespeople because they're always spinning. <laughs> but the, <laughs> my, spinning anything, it's common sense. <laughs> but we you also, idiots. We're talking also a lot out of hindsight. If we were to behave this way with the current presidents and leaders in the world, and it was Ebola... I guarantee you, mate, we wouldn't be talking. And this is the thing. We, we're very lucky that we're surrounded by a bunch of clowns leading the world, and it's just a COVID, or as some of them call it, Kung Flu. If it was something serious, we'd, we'd mate, go Ebola, we would be yeah. wiped out. SARS or Ebola, yeah. And I don't mind. I don't mind being wiped out. But should I lose one of my kids? Because our government haven't done the right job. I yeah. guarantee you, mate. They haven't heard enough from me on their front lawn in Canberra. But you're old, so you would have been dead already because they wouldn't have protected you. This is the thing that people like you always talk about me and call me old because when you have no brain, the <laughs> only way you can feel good is use age. But I understand that. But the thing is this. Time is most wasted on young idiots like you. <laughs> Don't wake me up, man. The <laughs> volcano is about oh, to come out if you want. Don't call him old. You're older <laughs> than me, all right? So by definition, you're old. Youth is wasted on the young. Is that, is that the same? I'm not is young, that? mate. I'm oh, we know. Yeah, I'm, I've got 38. many years of experience. Shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I've aged terribly. He's 37, 38? 38, yeah. With half a liver, 
<laughs> one, one, one third of a kidney left, yeah. right? He, right. If, if you put him through a uh, CAT scan, you'll see Jim Bean tattooed <laughs> on... Jack Daniels. Thank oh, you very Jack much. Daniels. Oh, sorry, it's Jack Daniels. I, I didn't look at your last one. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I can uh, understand why he was so upset that I stole an hour and a half from him because he hasn't got that long to start judge, to begin with. Right? Judge me by the experience, not the number next to my birth <laughs> which, which, by the way, you know, the... I, I don't know. Maybe we should close on, on this. But I was listening to uh, something from Tom Panos, and he's uh, 53 this year, and he was saying, you know, um, he was asking the interviewer, people who are in in the country in Europe, in the mid, in the Eastern European country, how old would they live to? And and the answer was probably 75. And he said, well, I'm I'm, I'm 51. That was when the interview happened. So really. I'm running out of time. He said, he said, I have saved my money. I've done a lot of good investment, which should keep me okay. But really, it's not money I'm going to run out. It's, it's time. And I was watching this and I thought, man, I wish I was there because I'd say, no, we're all running out of time. This is the thing. With my brother's leukemia, I've, I've learned one thing. We all have a use-by date. The only thing is that we don't know when. Stop using the average age, you know. Start thinking... A use by that we don't know, right? What, what's that going? What does it say? No, read it. You could leave life right now. Mm. So it's a stoic, that's a stoic coin, mate. That's, oh, that's from a, that's nice. So you carried so that through. Memento Mori, this is, my wife bought this for me. It was meant to be a birthday present, but it took six weeks to get here from America. So it only arrived the other day. I like it. I've got to keep this in my pocket and it reminds me of that. What does it say again? Well, the Latin is uh, Memento Mori. Yeah. And it means you could leave life right now. We could die at any time. Absolutely. Uh, so that's some living? of us. I know I, I, will, I am condemned to never living life for myself. I'm okay with this. Right? I'm living it so that the children and my friends and family... Yeah, but you've been a big proponent of that as well, living the present because uh, it yeah, could all I be I try to tomorrow. live in my thing. Trying to make sure that, that the kids have got everything is is, is you're, you're part of the participation problem then, mate. I, I am not part of participation because I'm the first one that's burning the uh, participation medal when I get when it. it comes so I'm not out. part of it. And once I've burned the medal, I ask them to grasp it. So when they hold it, it burns them. They know I never want to hold one of those shitty medals again. <laughs> right? So I, I'm, I'm part of this. But still, the... Um, I think your parents' job is once you... Once, once you even find out that you're having a child, your life ceases to be about you. Unless you're Donald Trump. Unless you're Donald Trump. But yeah, that's no, no, I think I've no that's not true. Donald Trump worries about his family more than anybody else. Yeah. Are you serious? No, I, don't I was just testing well, you, you test me. I think there's a happy medium there, man. I think there's a happy medium. I think the kids need to see how you interact in your life to understand how they should be interacting. But every decision now. you make has your children in Oh, 100%. Absolutely. No, there is no I, I personally think there is no happy medium. I personally think, really... If I had the, not audacity, but some kind of magic one that really transformed me, we all have our life to live. Absolutely. And our children may be our satellites right now, but at one stage they're going to become their own planet. And so what happened is that you don't live as a planet for the satellite just as much as your satellite lives around you. Mm -hmm. You get it? And so... What I'm trying to say to you, brothers, and, and just this room, because nobody else is hearing me right now, <laughs> I am built with my value in such a way that I would worry about them more. And, and, and it's, it's not a good thing, because the reverse of the coin is 
when I see them not appreciating it or really violating some of the respect for what I'm giving them, I just get angry. I I jo- just go into that place where I'm going, how can you not see the sacrifice, you know? But and sometimes I sit down and and in moments like this when I'm just with the two of you guys and and we're just enjoying this, so I'm very clear-minded. I realize that my way of living my life does not have to impose it onto them. Yep. Does not have to make rules for them to live by, you know. So I think while I hear what Chris is saying, and I would say, yeah, that that seems good. I truly believe that everyone has to live life for themselves as long as they are happy espousing their values and really aiming for a better place. Yeah, that's all. I've seen the opposite. So my mother sacrificed so much for us kids and her husband that she, I don't know if I've ever seen her happy. And I sit there and go, what's it all been for? Because still to this day we do stuff where she's worried sick about us. I don't want that to transfer into my life where I go, well, I don't want to be like mum and not sacrifice enough for my kids and and then start taking selfish moments for yourself. But trying to find the balance, it, it's yeah, no, it, no, it's we, we all impossible. want to do what Chris is doing. Yeah, I mean, Chris it's, is doing it's, it's a bloody impossible. good job. I see my mum who sacrificed. But I'm, I'm saying to the two I of you brothers, I can't do it. Yeah. We sell houses. How many houses have you sold for people who said, oh, we moved here to be closer to our kids, but now I've got one kid in Perth and one kid yeah, in fucking Melbourne. And I, and I say to like, here's, here's me giving life advice to people who are 50 years older going, well, if I've learned one thing, it's, you know, don't follow your kids around because as soon as they feel ready, they're going to up and leave yep. because it suits them. And it, it relates back to the business. You know, we sacrifice so much sometimes for our staff, but when it suits them. They're up and out. They're up and out. So yep. you, you do have to do your own thing. Yeah, yeah I, and, and this is why I agree with you in saying this now, and, and we're going to have to close soon on these recruits, is that in the last recruit groups, there were few people that I could see have got such a loyalty, and I think we're starting to attract them. These kind of people that who are really loyal and who've got gratitude and who understand, like, where I come from is thanks to them that it will it will work out and we need to stay strong and do this you know we need to still be the Gandhi I mean real estate is not a field where people come in and really have gratitude no loyalty but I have to say in our organization we have managed to do this at a very very high level when I hear of some of the franchises out there and what's happening what we do in our franchise is bloody good you know so let's not be too hard on ourselves. I think that we as leaders, as long as we are committed to real growth, not reading about it, but really commit to real growth, well, they should really sit down and sometimes realize, who gave me a go when nobody wanted me? Who gave me a go when I was just in my room doing the resume? No, somebody gave you a go. You have to be loyal, show some gratitude. And I think that that's something that's going to come up, boys. It's um, in the making. Yeah. Thanks very much for today, boys. Awesome. Appreciate Thanks, it, boys. Mike. Thanks so well much. Done. Thanks Thank for finally getting there, Chris. <laughs> See you next week, right on time. Bye.